0: Mm-mm-mm-mm.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Wah, wah,
0: wah, wah, wah.
1: Hello! Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I'm your host, the host, with the most viral stand up clip about professional wrestling, Dan Black, a.k.a. Dansky Black Gamora, a.k.a. Hey, hey, hey. Donnie Capri. From the time he went to Italy. (laughs) A.K.A. Donny k Fame, A.K.A. Don Stroman the Patreon. Don. A.K.A. the modern day Goof Raja, Yeah, yeah. Coming at you like Scott Bakula. Baby, baby. We're taking a quantum leap. Gabba, Gabba, wee. Gabba, wee.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: The girl, she's mine. And (coughs) Damn, she's fine. What up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action for your satisfaction with all of our hot, hot, spicy wrestling reactions. I am joined once again for our special guest co-host this month. You know him. Sierra Hotel. Echo. Bravo. India. Romeo. Oscar. Shapiro. Jason Shapiro, the king of the custom intro. Finally some respect, you finally got my intro on the pod. I feel like every week we do a little like two second pause after you introduce me where you're like, trying to find the intro, can't find the intro, don't find the intro look i, I uh I, I, see a fourth wall I'm in New York okay I'm not in la okay you don't and, have your faculties about you and uh in New York I got my whole system set up a, a sound drop would never elude me okay Fashion. but now here I'm making do so anyway look we got a, we got so much to cover today and we got a tight tight line so, so let's get let's 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 get into it what it's do you sure say I say okay oh first thing I gotta say is that you can cash in and get your opinion on the show. All you gotta do is leave us a voicemail at 316 530-2429-316. 530-2429. Gobble wee. Uh yeah. So, alright. Chefs, I think we should just get right into the big announcement. I think, I mean, last week we teased it, and I forbid you to give the deets. Uh-uh. No. Today is the day. Today's the, is the deets day. Are- The deets are at your feet. Okay. Let's hit them with it. August 18th at midnight in New York City after NXT TakeOver. Saturday night. Saturday night. Saturday night. Saturday. Saturday. Midnight. At the Caveat Theater in New York City, we are going to be having the Comedians of Wrestling, Summer Slam-tacular. Well, I will do one half hour of stand-up comedy just about professional wrestling. Also, special guest, Dolph Ziggler. Special Gizler, Dolph Gester. (laughs) Special Gizler, Dolph Ziggler, the current, retaining, and defending. Undisputed Intercontinental Champion, will he be bringing the belt to New York City? Will Dolph be bringing the belt back to caveat? Shebs, you're the producer of this show officially. Would you like to what What would you like to say about the show? What details would I not know as the talent? Oh, cool. Well, first of all, I'll tell you because I'm also a salesman at my core. No, I'm not. But this show, I mean. They said it couldn't be done. They said no one could come up with 30 minutes of wrestling stand-up comedy. Yeah, and who's they? Everyone. Everyone else except for you and me in this room. Everyone yeah. outside of these walls right now doubted us. Sarah and the us, engineer today? Sarah did not think we could do it. Nate Russell, the, the EP of the podcast network, he said you couldn't do it. Everyone, they said. They said, first of all, they said, why would anyone want to do 30 minutes of wrestling stand-up? But then you showed them with that viral clip and you said, hey, the people, they need it. It's not what they want. It's what they deserve. It's what they need. And it's what they need. So the show is going to be amazing because, A, we have Dan Black doing 30 minutes of wrestling stand-up. B, we have Dolph Ziggler, current Intercontinental Champion. And C, we have special guests and surprises. Yeah. And maybe one of those surprises is a prize. It's prizes. <laughs> there might be prizes. There may be prizes. That's actually not yet to be determined. I, look, <laughs> I don't know. Dan's not signing off on this, but as the producer, I might just come with a sack of tricks. It might be. You might have something under your seat, Oprah style. Now, chefs, where can they get these tickets? Get what the, the fl- I know the flyer will be dropping on the Comedian's Wrestling Facebook page under his eye four in the morning. Right. Uh, that'll be coming out. Only on this podcast do we tease the drop of a flyer <laughs> like guys don't worry this flyer is gonna hit later today the moment you've all been waiting for a photoshopped image for instagram yeah no one cares about that but the flyer will be dropping today the tickets will be live today if you're listening to this podcast you can buy tickets to the show and you should for all the reasons we just mentioned you can get them at www.caveat.nyc it's not a .com it's not a .biz or a .org we are a dot .nyc because it is in the Lower East Side, the coolest neighborhood in NYC. NYC. Go to tickets. Find it. It's 818. Saturday night. Saturday night. Look it up in the schedule. 818 at 1159 p.m. That's a hard plug, baby. Yeah. Any other deets we need? Um, I'll be there. All right. Cheb's will be there. Terrible doula will be there. tickets not going to cost people an arm and a leg. No. Oh, you want me to name the price? I mean, I don't know the price, actually. I forgot the <laughs> price, but here's what I think the price is. I think it's 15 measly bucks. That's it. It's just 15 measly bucks, not regular U.S. dollars. I want dollars covered in measles. These are measles. Measly bucks, okay? Yeah. And if you don't get a ticket, but then you're at NXT at the Barclays Center, and you're like, fuck, everyone here is going to see the SummerSlam-tacular at Caveat, and you want to get a ticket the day of, if it's not sold out, we'll let you do it, but those will cost you 20 bucks at the door. So you want to get those tickets now, people. All right, moving on. All right. Hey, this is pretty exciting. I'm we got, excited. we have our first sponsor on the show. They said it couldn't be done. This Look, sh- these naysayers, they naysay a lot of shit you're doing, <laughs> yeah, man. They say you can't do the stand up st- for half an hour. They said you'd never get a sponsor, but guess what you fucking did? Yeah, we got we got a sponsor on the show and I'm, uh, I'm i got I got a read to do. Well, that's how it goes. You get a sponsor, you got to hit them with All some right, live let's reads. Let's get a little under uh, live read music. What do you think? Oh yeah, let's <laughs> <laughs> get this low enough. Okay, our sponsor on this show is Adam Letterman, attorney at law. Look, Adam is the top guy at the law firm Davis, Saperstein, and Solomon. Located in New Jersey and New York, Adam was voted a top 40, under 40 lawyer nationally and is certified by the Supreme Court of New Jersey as a civil trial attorney. What do you think of that, Trabs? Uh, look, I think it's great. I know Adam Letterman; uh, he's one of my favorite people in the world. But he's more importantly one of my favorite attorneys at law. That's right. Adam specializes in personal injury law. Call this line if you call. Oh, hold on. Call this guy if you've been hit by a car, a kendo stick, or Elias's guitar. All cow listeners get free legal advice from Adam. That's serious. That's just another perk of this podcast. You can call Adam at 732-239 8839, or this is, uh, you could just simply message Adam Letterman, L E D E R M A N on Facebook. He's in the cow group. So, wow. in our Facebook page, you got access to free legal advice. He's one of us guys. Yeah. So, you could trust him. And this is an IRS. This guy, he's not Erwin Arshester. Erwin was technically an accountant, I believe. Oh, yeah. Not a lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think there's ever been a wrestler with a lawyer gimmick. That'd be great. Like someone's attorney. Oh, yeah. Anyway, unlike Brock Lesnar, Adam will show up and be <laughs> your legal champion. Okay? Call him. 732 239 Alright. That is a plug. Look okay. at that, man. So just if you're a Cal listener and you got some quiche to spend, you want to sponsor the show, apparently that's a thing that happens now. Yeah. I but if it. you need free legal advice, you got it. Oh, that's that's amazing. Cal will eventually be the one stop shop economy. <laughs> we will have every kind of work. Yeah, it's gonna be like yeah, every trade. Or- I love it. And eventually we'll run on a full barter system. (laughs) Can I be the official stonemason of Cal Podcast? Yes, J.C. Rea, the official stonemason. Okay, anyone needs stonework. Just to move things along for time. Look, last week was our most listened to episode of the Comedians of Wrestling. We're going up and up. But I just wanted to say, like, Jabroniacs, we got some new ones. Thanks for jumping on board. You're going to like it. You're going to like the ride, guys. Uh, I think we had a cash-in here of uh, just a listener saying they like the show. That's and important. Like, uh, <laughs> let's play one that's positive before we get into probably some negative takes. Sure. Here we go. I get heat, baby.
0: Okay. What's up, y'all? It's Connor, a.k.a. Steve Irwin, our shyster. Uh, I'm a law school student, so I don't have much time these days. and just want to say... Ever since I heard Dan on Gabrus' podcast, uh, I have started to come to you all as my sort of de facto cliff notes on all things wrestling. So I was able to get the spark back and uh, find my love of wrestling again. And this way I can't uh, don't have to sit through all of the, the content to be able to get that sweet, sweet wrestling action. So uh, thank you so much, y'all. I know it's all a work, and uh, I appreciate what you all do. Peace. <laughs>
1: Amazing. Wait, it's another lawyer. A, a, oh, future, he's a lawyer. future lawyer. I mean, he might have to outbid Letterman to be the official attorney of the Cow Podcast. Well, we'll find out does Letterman know that it's all a work? We don't well, know. Well, we'll have to quiz him. We'll have to quiz we'll him. We'll have to know. Okay, moving on. Uh, one more announcement uh, The Nancy Newman t Newman shirt contest. Was supposed to end today, but right. we're gonna we're working on this show and we're overwhelmed here, so we're gonna suspend that for a couple suspended. of weeks. But uh it's some just, of those de- designs are looking hot, but if you're thinking of getting in the mix, now is your time. You have just wait. been granted. Is an it extension. suspended or extended? Extended. Because if it's suspended like Ronda Rousey, that means that you can't enter and no <laughs> decisions will be made. It's just not in the mix. But if it's extended, like yeah. I don't know, I guess Ronda no. Jeremy Suspended would mean that you're not allowed to make it right. over. It's over. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's closed. Yeah, yeah. But extended would just be like an extends, yeah, which uh, is a penis, penis card. absolutely, yeah. or longer. So yeah, another thing is <laughs> we're, we're in, in New York right now. So like that New- nasty Newman contest should not end without newman being on the show that's like, the that's part of it It should end like when you guys are back in la so newman actually i mean i'll pick my favorite nasty newman shirt and he has to wear it that'd be great that's been part of the problem here is the consolidation factor uh we're we're going coast to coast baby shade style and it's, why, uh, why is he not flying his ass out here for these new york pods he doesn't care about the listeners i i care about the listeners you yeah. guys think i'm hard on you because i'm abrasive and i'm aggressive but listen i'm just trying to get you to believe the right opinions yeah Okay. But I love you. Well, all right. Let's uh move right along. Uh, so, guys, come on, gals. All right. So, uh, before we get into Extreme Rules and Raw and SmackDown and uh, your cash-ins, I want not- to know, Hulk Hogan is now reinstated into the Hulk WWE. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. He's been reinstated into the WWE Hall of Fame, and this caused a bunch of controversy, obviously, um, on uh, a lot on the page. On the community wrestling sure. Facebook page, and uh, I just want to say that look, the conversation got heated in there because this is a controversial thing, but not too far where we got swampy. I think, it, and I was proud of the group for uh, uh, handling this. Look, uh, we don't have an African American person in the room, um, I'm, uh, so I don't think we need. I don't think we should comment on this forever. But simply put, my opinion on the show about the Hulk Hogan thing was simple is um, Hulk Hogan belongs in the WWE Hall Hall of Fame. That's my opinion, just because in terms of wrestling, it's not really a Hall of Fame without Hulk Hogan in it. He's just that important to wrestling. But his apology has been nowhere near what it should be. His way of addressing the issue has been completely off base. Um, And I know what happened, the update, is that he, uh, he spoke to the locker room at Extreme Rules. And, um was some a lot. It seemed like the, the report I read said that the African-American talent was split like 50-50 and people accepting his apology and not—this um, is all just, you know, from leaks. Word of mouth. Well, actually, Ellsworth is the guy who spoke the most. <laughs> oh, he gave you a call? <laughs> yeah, Ellsworth, no, Ellsworth no, called actually, you? Up? He, he's the one who spoke the most. My thing is this, is that the one thing I think you should check out and um is New Day put out a statement. That's actually the reason I really bring this up at all. Kofi Kingston put out the statement on behalf. I think he was the wordsmith, the elder statesman of the new day. And I think you should just check that out. I don't think we need to dissect that or anything. Did you have any thoughts on that or anything? Yeah, my thoughts are: Look, he's not going to be in. Hulk Hogan does not deserve to be in the Human Being Hall of Fame. Right? He's clearly kind of a piece of shit. You know who else is kind of a piece of shit? Pretty much everybody. But if it's a wrestling Hall of Fame, he's still like the top. You know, he's one of the top guys. Well, we they shouldn't. They should. They should have just kept him in the Hall of Fame, and then just well, made go away. Well, like, everything. I mean, what we don't want him to do is like, look. There's a lot of like PR moves and right. PC culture shit. So like, there always has to be a reaction. And what he did was pretty terrible. So I get the reaction. Like when Paterno got uh, wiped out of the NCAA records for, I guess, co-signing, you know, kid touching or whatever happened. Right. Eventually, they put him back. They reinstated his records. Right. He's not a good guy, but he still had the most wins in the NCAA. You know, like, that's just what's going to happen. So Hulk Hogan, bad guy, great wrestler. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. To me, it felt like the New Day were – they were – and Kofi, on behalf of the New Day, uh, was kind of like, they needed more. Right. You know, that's how I feel and I'm not – you know, I'm not not a black man. I'm not not a black man, but I I do think, like, if Hulk Hogan pops up on television without doing – anything else right if he just shows up as hulkamania i'll feel weird about that mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, i mean i think they could have i think it's such a great up op- uh, i don't want to get back into this but it's such a great opportunity for him to acknowledge the racism of that generation of wrestler but, sure you know but i don't think he's the guy for that like he's not he's eloquent not- enough he's not clearly doesn't have the the mindset for it because he's Probably pretty racist. Uh, you know, he's not the guy to bridge that gap and say, hey, we were wrong about some things, and we need to address our behavior and our thoughts and yeah. our actions. All right, let's move on from it. We'll address this further as we go. Jake uh, the Snake is the guy to address all the ra- he, <laughs> uh, that's Damien, you don't know this about Damien the Snake, <laughs> but he was actually um, a rare Southeast Asian copperhead, so he was actually uh, a very diverse snake. So he'd be the right one to address you this. You want to get the opinion of Damien the Snake. Yeah. All right, Uh, so all right, just to not start with Brock again, because I feel like every time you and me sit down, we just go right into Brock. We Brock and roll, baby. We brock and roll. I'm going to go, and I want to talk about AJ Styles retaining at Extreme Rules against Rusev. Not a surprising retain by any means. Look, I said there's no way Rusev's going to beat him, but you and Arlen were chatting me up saying, hey, there's a chance." I just this said it right? could happen. Yeah, and you know? I said it couldn't happen. Yeah. Obviously, um, I, well, I didn't get worked. I didn't think it would, but I said it right. could. Right. It wasn't like I said on here. Uh, and by the way, I said Lashley would win. Um nice. So anyway, here's my here's what I want to get into is um, and because I, I think this kind of for me. Uh, well, first off, who do you think is his opponent? Page is going to announce his opponent yeah. for SummerSlam next week. Yeah, I have no earthly idea. Like who? yeah, that, that's what I, this to me is the most interesting thing going yeah, on. It's like it's, he decisively beat the shit out of Rusev, right? And it's like AJ Styles, top guy in the company, right? Uh, Brock's not there. He holds the top belt, right? And then who who is his SummerSlam opponent? Then let us let us also on SmackDown. He just beat CM Amos clean. Not that he should ever yeah. lose to him, but I mean, like he it's made just a tap. Right, which is just a pretty... I mean, again, who is Andrade Cien Almas to the regular main roster viewers? Nobody, but... I think that definitely bumps some people out, though. That that's yeah, a but no, a, man. It doesn't I, matter. Him even lose lose to AJ. He got a match with the champion. Like, uh, you know, Rusev had to wait five years for that opportunity. He, well, he probably wrestled them, though. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, a pretty big look for Cien Almas. Yeah. Man. So, But AJ just has been dominating. He's been... Decisively winning and I don't know there's not even like an inkling of a program they're gonna put him in. I mean, unless it's like I mean, Daniel Bryan seems pretty wrapped up with the Miz right now. I don't know if they're gonna pop that for SummerSlam, no, but that's, that's on, the, ha- that, on the horizon. Yeah. So I mean, who I, I don't even know. I'd have I, I to think bust out a SmackDown roster and look at it and be like, Well, who's free to dance? Yeah, I mean, it it, it, it couldn't it's not gonna be Daniel Bryan or Miz. It might it, be Russo It could again. be Joe. Joe is probably who it's going to be. Joe is probably. Because he a, had a big win against if they're following Ty Dillinger. Team, right. If they're going to – look, it looks like we're going to get Reigns-Lesnar again. Right, right, right. If they're following that, then what they're going to do is go, okay, we get that match. One for you, one for me. Right. That's what Vince – that seems that's to be his it, that's formula. That's what he does. Yeah, that's how he plays it. So if that's, if that's what he's doing, then, then it is Joe. And Joe in my head, I'm, unless I'm missing someone, is the contender. Unless it's like – a goldberg kind of uh, you know what i mean well they've been saying he's thinking about coming back right which i think it would be a great idea like i i think this was something we were talking about the facebook page on his iphone the morning Blessed would be the fruit but he uh is uh is the talk about aj like so this is what i want to say get into it this kind of ties into I, yeah. what i was to say i can't believe there's even talk about AJ not being the number one guy. Yeah, so that the, I wrote a post on the Facebook page. I said, AJ Styles is, like, to me, one of the best, most deserving champions. And I mean in WWE history. Sure. It's, it's bold. But to me, I, I just was, like, I saw it just happened after Extreme Rules. This dawned on me. I saw he came out, and he just, like, looked awesome. I, yeah. He shaved his, he had a you know how to goatee. What he you think of the goatee? That's what, I mean, I don't give a shit. About it doesn't matter, but. I'll <laughs> tell you what, as much as we care about like, outfits and club. facial hair and haircuts, one thing I never, I just don't clock AJ's facial hair. It doesn't appeal to me or not appeal to me. Yeah. He he needs something because when he's clean shaven, he looks like a little, little fratty, puka shell necklace wearing son of a bitch, but as long as there's something on that chin, I'm happy. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, so uh, I he came out, and I was just looking at him, and I was like, you know, this guy is just a champion to me. Sure. A couple of things clocked in. Like, one thing I was like, this guy is like 5'8". Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like 5'9", or something, and they don't even acknowledge his size. And he doesn't even look small when I see him. No. Like, where Daniel Bryan's whole thing is like, he's small, he's an underdog. Like, AJ, not even an underdog, but is as he's the same size. AJ's the same size as Daniel Bryan? It's cl- got to be close. Well, I mean, if that's the ca- I mean, AJ looks like a giant. His presence is so much bigger and better. That's my point. Yeah. And then my other point about him is that we were talking so much about Hogan, and I was looking at him, and for better or for worse, the term, like, all-American popped in my head, which yeah. is, like, I guess, you know, he's a white guy from the South, so it's kind of, like, right, you know, uh, that's ingrained So you stuff, think AK- But I just was, like, he's, like, the new Hogan for me. Like, or he represents what. What I feel like they were trying to get out of Cena that could never lock in, which was like he's he's that he's the Hogan. Everyone loves this guy, but I think everybody loves AJ Styles. He's a family man. He's all hard work. He's like put your head down. He's he's unlikely in a lot of ways. He's super athletic. You know, yeah, he's super Christian. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> part of it. I mean, that's important when you're talking about the company guy. Yeah. I don't know. Hogan wore cross. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think obviously we need more diversity in terms of what I mean by "quote unquote" all American or whatever. Sure. But there's some that AJR was like this is this guy just does it for me and it, and people point to his promos and you go like these promos are whatever. It's true. They're they're fine. I mean, they're not in the C range. I think they're no. Bs. You they're know. Fine. They're and he's like, cut some A promos before. Yeah. And th- most of the time those were during A feuds. Right. And uh uh but to me, it's just like he's a guy who, like he he has like what like Liberty Bell kind of has it like glow or whatever, where like it's he's just like, there's the champion. He's the <laughs> champ. And he's a little smaller than his opponents most of the time. And there's and uh but yeah, they really don't and he dazzles me. He's a dazzler d- No, sure. so that's the thing. OK, sorry. I'm talking about it. I'll uh, let you respond. They don't. The problem is he's brand. He's not branded in that way. Right. He's branded in a way where like I'm just I'm phenomenal, right. and he's branded more as like an indie an indie talent invading. But to <laughs> me, it's like I think he's actually like more of a classic. He's like the new modern classic WWE talent, and like should be a little more red, red, white, and blue. I'm saying down right. the line, right. And um, or metaphoric red, white, and blue, right. And I think, like, when he's had those, he, right now he doesn't get, like, true high profile feuds. Shinsuke AJ is an indie feud. That's a niche feud. Right. But when he was against AJ, like, those were the hottest matches on you the mean cards. Cena, when he was against C- Cena. Cena. yeah. AJ, yeah Cena. AJ Cena was a match made in heaven, as far so, as I'm concerned. Right. So I'm saying if you, I'm saying that AJ would be cl- closer to, like, a household name if he could get these big matches. Sure. I mean, I, the thing is this, you I, okay. I think that he has the qualifications to be the all-American, you know, build yeah. guy, but he's not that he's and he's just they're not billing him as that because I don't think he could carry it that way. You know, like he doesn't have the personality for that. He he almost reads as like gray. You like he's got some good, packages of him with the with, with his the four kids, kids, with the kids. Come on, man. He's in Gainesville, <laughs> Georgia. We've all heard of Gainesville, Florida. No one's heard of Gainesville, Georgia. Not likable in the way that AJ is likable. I disagree strongly. Wow. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. This all-American AJ likability. I think he's just like a good dude and a hard worker, and he's built as an indie guy because his whole path was like. 20 years of grinding it out before he got to be the WWE champion. So, like, I like that suit on him. Like, that fits to me. I don't think he's like a Hogan, like he's gonna be the top company guy. I think Cena was a perfect guy to do that because he just looked so spectacular and he really knows how to visit a sick kid. I mean, some guys say they know how to yeah. visit a sick kid. Cena's, like, visiting one right now. Yeah. He's fucking bunking with one. These kids, when he gets there, they're a little better. Yeah, he, he's like the <laughs> Patch Adams of medicine. All right, you tell me if I think. All right, so you disagree. I just don't see. I don't. I I hear you, and I. He's not on Raw, right? He's holding the Raw belt. Sure. It's the, the color scheme's a little off. He's a black and blue type <laughs> of guy, and I think he looks great. Black Japanese and blue. He's letters on him. That's all I'm saying. I'm well. That's what I'm saying, and that all works for me. I don't understand what's I not w- working for people I about want, AJ Styles. Like a, I want a, like a milk cart. Decal. Oh, but who uh, needs I'm a, a uh, look? He's, he's too southern to be the guy for wrestling because wrestling's trying to like stray away from like we're a bunch of hillbilly white guys. You know, they don't want their champion to be, uh, they're the face of their company to be like a southern boy, you know? Well, it's just a southern boy. Exactly. A, okay. Cena oh. was at least from, you know, Massachusetts. Yeah, but that's your Northeast bias. No, I'm telling you, Vince McMahon, New York, Stanford—they're not trying to have some Gainesville boy who spent 20 years in the indies be their Hulk Hogan. Just a southern boy with a. Uh, I don't know the words. Ain't nobody bad enough to feel nope, the Nope, that ain't the words. I don't know. I know this ain't nobody breaking this redneck. He's a redneck, Dan. And no one's gonna break him, but we're certainly not gonna all cheer right, from like man, whatever. Hogan. Okay, all right. By the way, w- we keep saying like cheer don't... from like Hogan when we spent the first ten minutes being like, "Yo, Hogan's a piece of shit." By the way, yeah. Well, it, it'll come out about AJ, but we're down no, the line. No, AJ's <laughs> fine. AJ's no racist. No, he is a flat earther though. Okay, uh, moving on. <laughs> That's true. So anyway, so let's talk about it. the Intercontinental Championship stays on Mister Dolph Ziggler in mm-hmm. a thirty-man Iron Man match, which Sheb's completely disproved as a concept. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it, Iron Man. Matches are sixty minutes. I was uh, I was at uh this I was is on, an aluminum man. Match. I was on set of crashing and I was yeah. talking to Jermaine Fowler about yeah. wrestling. Which again, this is like why I started this podcast, just bumping into dudes, just chopping up for an yeah. hour yeah. about wrestling. Should have been recorded. Uh, uh, and, you uh, have an iPhone. You I could, told you that. could left it running. I gave him, I gave him. I told him that was your thing, but I was like, it's an Iron Man match. I was like thirty man. He was like, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's like, fuck that. that yeah, makes fuck no that sense. match. Yeah, <laughs> it's an aluminum man match. I'm it's, I'm I like the match. But don't tell me it's an Iron Man match. match. Here's the deal. So this match, I really dug this match a lot. Do you dig it? Match was great. First time intercontinental match has main Main evented a pay-per-view in 17 years. Yeah, that's what they said, and I just believe them. They, but the <laughs> yeah. thing about wrestling is they could be lying, yeah. and no one would know. They lie about the stats. We, I love getting worked. Yeah, I love I it. I think but, there was one last month. <laughs> but I believe it. I believe that this was the first time the IC belt main event did a I wish a, they a, a said team team which interview. match, did they? Mm, I don't remember. Maybe they did. I just missed it. But, like, in my mind... It's just disrespect to AJ because AJ Rusev was just as good of a match, and that's for the WWE Championship. Wait, that should have been that main I'm event. I'm looking it up right here. It, the match was a uh, steamboat gobbledygooker. No, So it wasn't. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Get out of
2: here with your no, uh... work.
1: Works. Yeah. Okay. But my point was that I was like Brock has put the IC title over more than the Miz. Sure. He because of his absence. The thing is, like, would you have made it, you you were pissed off that it was? It wasn't I wasn't painted. I wasn't, I wasn't pissed off. I just feel. Disrespect for on behalf of AJ. I'm an indignant man by nature. Uh, it takes very little to make me completely offended. You like the rules. You li- I like respect. Yeah. I like. I don't like rules. I love to break them. But I love respecting people. And AJ got disrespected in my mind. Hotel Echo, Bravo, India, Romeo, Oscar. Disrespect. That's me. Yeah. So. uh yeah, uh so this match I thought it was dope. The the big story like the match I, I liked it. I liked the way I liked the way it was booked. I liked there was a lot of falls. I I thought when it started like there's going to be one fall at the right, end. Right, That's just how I expected it to go cuz you're like these guys are so evenly matched right. in ring uh that like Well, one thing that's really funny about the yeah. Iron Man match is once you're in an Iron Man match, your wrestling ability, particularly your wrestling defense, <laughs> yeah. Suffers like a fifty percent blow. Like people are getting losing to roll ups, they're losing to just vertical <laughs> yeah. suplexes, they're losing to signature moves. If you are in an Iron Man match, what's the kayfabe reason for that? The kayfabe reason is that I guess adrenaline. <laughs> I don't know. Like what? What could be You're the so reason? So in your head, I, you know what it is. I think here's the reason. The kayfabe reason why, when you're an Iron Man match, you suck at wrestling and get pinned at on any <laughs> signature you suck move. At wrestling. You're just a bad wrestler and get pinned. Literally, look, they have title matches that last 50 minutes with no pins. You're in an Iron Man match, all of a sudden you you lose three times in 18 minutes. That's craziness, right? The kayfabe reason is because they're so focused on offense. Both of these guys, they were just gunning for the spot. They were gunning for the pins and none of them got proper wrestling trainer Jason Shibiro in their corner telling him, you got to worry about that defense. Defense wins titles. Offense just wins falls. Another thing I tell all my clients as the professional wrestling trainer to the stars, don't go for two counts. Unless you hit your finisher, don't even go for a pin. Don't go for a pin after DDT. Don't go for a pin after someone botches something and you hit them with a the top rope move. Only go for pins after your finisher is hit. That's the first rule I tell these guys. Second rule, Iron Man match. Worry about your defense more than your offense, and that was the problem both these guys suffered. All right, you heard it here second. Okay, so I will say that uh, the big story of this match is actually the crowd. I mean, I I, I think the big story is how awesome the storytelling was and how great they used McIntyre as getting a fall from the DQ and turning the tides of the match. He looked so great. But I guess everyone else wants to talk about the crowd. Yeah, it is what people bring up to me. To, yeah. and, it, and it was talked about on the Facebook page, but uh, for the morning on Sunday, blessed be the fruit. But I... I uh, I didn't even fucking care or notice about it. I didn't like care. I I don't uh, I was like whatever they're just counting. Yeah, we, we have two fun. cash-ins, one pro and one anti. All right, let's hear those. Counts. So what happened was that the crowd was counting. The, it is an Iron Man match, so they had the. They had a clock. Roll, and then a clock. A- after every minute, they would count down like it was the Royal Rumble, like a five, four, three, two, one. Right. Well, because on the Titantron there is a countdown going every like at some point once a minute. You have 10, then 9, then 8, then 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And the crowd loves countdowns. Waiting for this cash.
0: Oh, guy, I want to cash in on the Schittsburg crowd. It's okay. I can call them that. I work there. Sam's trying to explain that they want something else, that they want a better option. Anybody but Roman, right? Well, let me give you a clue, wrestling fans. When the E gives you the actual alternative that you are asking for and you thank them by paying more attention to a clock than the match in the ring, Vince and company now have zero reason to care about what you ask for in the future. So thanks, Pittsburgh. You are now solely responsible for the Roman Reigns-Bobby Lashley rematch we are getting. The rematch that will lead to more Roman Reigns main events. And almost 100% guarantees Roman versus Brock at SummerSlam. Schittsburg. I don't know how you guys can even sleep at night.
2: Wow. <laughs> I
1: love this cash, and it was clear, crisp. He had a great point. Vince has given you the match you want, and you're not invested 100%. Yeah, you're giving I mean, him free reign to just give us more reigns. Yeah, I was so excited this was the, I see I said on the page I was like this is the I think this is the most excited I've been for a pay-per-view main event in like I couldn't even remember. Right. You know, and then uh the, yeah, they were they were counting. I mean, the shows are long so people I guess like they towards the end they kind of like they right. kind of like zone They're out. They're a little bit. They uh, they get fatigued. There's fan fatigue. I mean, we go to Mania every year. I love year. this guy was like, "Oh, don't worry. I work there." <laughs> like not live there. It's well, such a it's like it's like yeah, I could say that because uh, I mean I could say it too. It's fucking Schittsburg, man. Fuck <laughs> yeah. that place. I don't give a fuck. Uh, I don't have a good analogy that's not it's very stupid. Uh, but uh, like it's just I expect him to say he lived there. Well, I can say that I live there. Where does he, he work? <laughs> like where right does he outside live? He it? lives. Where does he live? In a suburb of Schittsburg. <laughs> he lives in Schittsylvania Heights. <laughs> Schittsylvania Heights. It's a small <laughs> shitty suburb right on the outskirts, right on the shit skirts of Schittsburg. Uh, so that was the pro. I mean, that was the anti crowd cash-in. This guy did not appreciate their shenanigans. Deposit. Yeah, the, the I think the people need. They deserve to hear they, the counterpoint.
3: They, 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 well, this is John Silva, A.K.A. the King of John Style, cashing in from Minnesota. How you doing? Uh, just saw Extreme Rules um, a couple days ago. I thought it was a really fun pay per view, especially uh, that match with your friend Dolph Ziggler and um, Seth Rollins. I'm wondering what you guys thought of the uh, crowd interaction um, during that match specifically where they were um, counting down um, after each minute as if it was a Royal Rumble. Um, personally, I thought it was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> I, was kind of, I don't know. I just think it's fun when the crowd interacts um, with, uh, with what's going on kind of like that. But I saw a lot of people uh, were also really annoyed by it. Um, and I'm also wondering like the perspective of the wrestlers, does it make them feel like they're not like nobody's giving a shit about the match? Um, I can see that perspective too, but I don't know. I thought it was fun. Um, wondering what you guys thought.
1: So I, I, I heard that. I heard that the. I I don't listen, man. I don't. I don't watch wrestling even close enough to know this, and I don't even think this is a fun way to watch wrestling. But I right. read something that said that like they were working around it. Like Ziggler and Rollins would plan the bigger spots when they were not in the countdown. I'm sure. I mean, they're both pros who know how to wrestle. I'm sure they did. That. Right. I mean, I wouldn't even think that would. They would even care. But, no, uh, they, it would, the, the match was still good, even though they had to kind of work around this stuff I I, look I like I said I'm a very indignant man I I incorrectly said that means I get offended easily I don't get offended easily I feel disrespected easily yeah and so does Seth Rollins because I remember when he fought Finn Balor at SummerSlam for the first universal title I was there on the floor I have the chair to prove it I'm the best but he that not he but that title as soon as they unveiled that red title that red that big red belt It got booed out of the building. People were saying how much it sucked. The crowd was chanting how terrible it was. They were disinvested in the match a little bit because they just kept saying how shitty that belt was. And Rollins took to Twitter, and he was like, shame on you, Brooklyn crowd. I can't believe you did that. The title, the the two men in the ring are what makes the title, not the actual belt. Uh, And I'm really, you know, he's just really disappointed. So there's no question that he was very upset, offended, disrespected by the chanting for the Titantron Tron. Yeah, when was the last time Rollins main-evented a pay-per-view in a one-on-one match? I don't know. So I, we get it, and we... Yeah, it's... It, fuck you, Schittsburg. Yeah, fuck yeah. Schittsburg. But the thing is, yeah, I, that's I where I stand. You want to know where I stand, <laughs> So far? it Was it funny? Actually, it was not funny. That's not that funny. Right. Uh, actually, it's just uh, people like... Uh, they're like, oh, the, we can all do this. It just caught on. It's mob mentality bullshit. Right, but my thing is that the crowd... Is never wrong It didn't bother me though That's the thing It didn't bother me And that You see it hits on your point I'm somewhere in the middle there Where like the crowd Is part is organically part of wrestling And right. sometimes They mess it up Yeah And that's just in the books Right Like I didn't When I walked away from Mania 34 I mean maybe I said this on the pod But I don't remember being like The crowd ruined that for me I was just like That's Count Went Right crowd was tired You yeah. didn't keep them hot enough Like that's how that show was We talk mm-hmm. about that show And I like that when I'm there I'm part of like I'm uh, the You know The, the sixth man yeah, you know, dare I say, when we're there, we're the man some, who some of the most important members of the crowd. Absolutely, I think that our yeah, energy really permeates the audience. <laughs> yeah, so that's I why we go every. But year I to thought help that them Matt out. was dope, and I love that kept it on Ziggler. I I didn't need to like we extend the match a little longer. Thing. I didn't need that at all. I don't know why. I mean, they I they always need that. do that. Yeah, I don't know why they did that, especially if it's going to result in the same thing. All I want is the one hour at Summerslam. The one-hour Iron Man. Yeah. The true Iron Man. Also, I've been calling this an aluminum man. I realize now I'm missing a golden opportunity. It should be called a Tin Man match. (laughs) Uh, I I apologize to all my fans and all the Shabiraholics out there who who count on me for quality comedy. Yeah. Uh, This was a Tin Man match. I would love to see the true Iron Man match. Yeah, I mean, it, let those guys mania, go for an whatever. hour. Hang uh, Drew McIntyre in a shark cage. Oh, you got to <laughs> put McIntyre in a shark cage. I'll tell you what they should do. They should put McIntyre in a shark cage with Ellsworth for no reason. Oh, no, with a fucking shark. Oh, like should. a shark out of water. <laughs> yeah. It's still dangerous even though it's dying because it's pissed off. So it has like 20 minutes of life where it's going to be chomping away. And McIntyre has to fend him off. But just for a bit because then it dies. Listen, sharks are a precedented part of SummerSlam culture. Brock Lesnar threw a shark. One of those <laughs> yeah. promos. When they first went to L.A., it- I don't know Where he went in the ocean And pulled He pulled out a shark Okay Moving on Moving on Moving on Baby baby Gobble All right, so Alright let's talk Now let's get into the universal title picture here So look Lashley won at Extreme Rules
3: yeah, it's shocking. I told you he would win. It shocked me,
1: but I get what they're doing now. <laughs> w- what they're doing is working on us. They're setting up Reigns. Yeah, they're setting up Reigns. <laughs> they're like, oh, this guy's good enough to beat Reigns, man. He beat him. But Reigns is, is not losing twice Dude, to this guy. At some point, you have to feel kind of, I want to say bad, but it's not the right term for Reigns. Like, they book him in a way where he's going to get booed. What do you mean? They he him lost to- the match to Lashley and then wins. Now he wins. Oh, there's another. It's there's another opportunity in between the pay per view coming up. It's not the pay per view before. I thought that Lashley match was for number one contender's spot. No, they. We talked about that last. It week. It was just it, about the yard. It was just nah. who has the claim to the yard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, 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 so they, the whole thing has been like, I, I, I might be getting worked here. Um, which is a, which you guys know I love getting worked, six right. cents style, baby. Sure. Uh. All you guys want to know that Bruce Willis was dead the whole time. I'm looking. At, I'm looking. At, I'm looking for reveals. Yeah, uh, that's but not one spoiler th- that is always allowed. Anywhere. Yeah, that's the one. That's the only one. Yeah. Um. Okay. Kurt, so Kurt Angle, the his whole leading up to this Brock thing has been really muddy, but in kind of a cool way when you think about it. W- because we do this week to week, it starts feeling like sloppy. Like originally, they're like, we're gonna have this multi man match. Lashley and Reigns are the only guys in it. Which right. now, looking at it, it felt like Vince was like, well, all right, can we just throw some other guys in here? Yeah. Because those are the guys he's <laughs> right. debating. These, these are my guys. <laughs> are my- Wait, do your Vince impression. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> just a wee bit of the Vince there. <laughs> yeah. He's okay. like, all right, here's I need my two guys. All right, who's got the most juicy? Roman and Ashley. I got such a bad Vince. Your Vince is so bad. All right. Anyway, yeah, he knew he wanted those two juicy beef hunks in the mix. <laughs> Literally, there's a picture of a multi-man match. It's the two of them and then a bunch of just cre- create a player defaults. <laughs> yeah, it was it was ridiculous. Yeah. All right. All right. So um, then Kurt was like, "All right, you know what? That match Brock didn't show up. For, like." Because of contra- a contractual glitch, I think he said. Yeah. You know, that was his term. Yeah. Which was tough for him. Yeah, well, he's, uh, he does know what he's doing. Yeah, right the there. guy is a contractual glitch. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, but so, uh, they're like, all though right, no, we're going to have a, we are we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know. And then Roman Lashley got mad, Well, you're going to have a match, We and they didn't say it's for the no double contendership. Right, they just had the, a match, and they both I'm got like, real they, mad at each yeah, other about it. Then Kurt's like, then he shows up at UFC. And then Kurt's like, you know what? If he doesn't show up, he's stripped of the title. But then he still didn't show up. Right. And he didn't get stripped of the well, title. Well, he said he needs to either or have a match. Have a match booked by SummerSlam. But he said that on Monday. Did he say that the Monday before? I remember the Monday before him being like oh I remember at SummerSlam him saying like if he doesn't show up. You mean at Extreme Rules? At Extreme Rules, sorry, yeah. I felt like, you said I like how before Extreme Rules, you were calling it Money in the Bank. Now, and now what? after Extreme Rules, you're calling it SummerSlam. It's <laughs> like the pay-per-view with no identity. It just absorbs whatever pay-per-view is uh, near it. You know I hate when I'm on a fucking time crunch, okay? Well, we're on a time crunch, baby. You got 20 more minutes of Shebs. All right, so, uh, okay, so whatever. They did, this six man, they did a two three-man pods, which was... Literally, I want to say these matches were designed just to piss people off. Sure. (laughs) I mean, the one that Roman won was like, I mean, the one with Elias in it, it's just like, come on, man. We know he's not going to win this thing. Yeah. Why not throw Bobby Roode in the mix? Well, maybe not because it's like, because there was going to be two, there's another round. Yeah, but like how shitty would it be if it was like, you know, if the finals for who would face Brock is Roman Elias and we're supposed to believe for a second Elias might face Brock at SummerSlam? It's so crazy. Like, what I, w- I would, like, kill to, like, black mirror myself into Vince's brain for a day. Like, I would love to see how he thinks Lashley and Reigns is, like, good for business. I mean... It, Lashley specifically. Like, Reigns, I guess he's, like, doing all this work with him. But, like, Lashley, I mean, the guy's, like, 42. He's, uh, uh, like... A charisma suck. Yeah, he's You know we real say bad. some people have zero like yeah. Reigns has zero charisma. We've right. said that before. Yeah. Lashley is a charisma suck to the yeah. point that I, I almost it's like a fucking train wreck that I like to watch. Well, if they were smart they'd be like, if we push this guy to the moon, people are gonna wish we were pushing Roman because he's so yeah. boring but I don't think that's what's going on. Well, it's okay. So it's going to have Roman Lashley, they both won their pods leaving, you know, Leavitt, leaving Finn to eat another pin. Right. Uh Finn's kind of in 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 limbo here. I don't know why they don't just drop Finn to the like IC he picture will, or whatever. To, like, that's going to be the solution on yeah, Finn. is. He put, he's put, just going to hang around heavyweight. I mean, look, Everyone goes down to IC, right? Rollins has been there. Reigns has been there. You got to go down, do a little IC work. It's yeah, good for you in the long run. If he was on SmackDown, though, I mean, he could be, like, in the title picture. Sure, and maybe he will be, but I don't have a problem with him dropping down to IC. I'd love to see those abs with a little bit of gold around them. It's about goddamn time. We're not- so, Reigns, Lashley, who's going to SummerSlam again? Reigns. Brock. Look, they're not having Roman it- Reigns <laughs> lose twice clean to Bobby Lashley. It's, it's straight- not happening. It's straight up has to be right It will it be right It has to be. He has... It has to be now, because... Now, what... what the, the, he, brains is so fucking buried. It's the point where I'm like, I want it. Because I'm like, just do it. The same thing at Mania 34, right. just have it. Because... Clearly, you can't bury this guy so much. No, he's not eating two clean vic- losses to Blashley. So, now, here's he's what might buried happen. He's like, bu- this guy's buried on the, in the penthouse, like yeah. brains. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like People are like, oh, he gets a special treatment. He's not getting a special treatment. He right is, now. though. He's main evented he four days in a buried. row. Look, he's getting buried because the crowd refuses to let it happen. We're just yeah. not letting him do it. Vince wants to do it. Everyone wants to do it. They're waiting for the moment when the crowd's like, you know what? We're, we're, we're okay with Are this. Are you blaming me for this abuse? Yeah, and here's the thing. I deserve it? I, I don't, like think, I Rain- I don't it think Reigns is going to be the guy to beat Brock. I just don't think he's going to be the guy, and I'm excited about that. You think Brock's going to win at SummerSlam? That ties it to my next point, which is do you think Brock should be bringing the Universal title to, U- I F- think- to UFC to a match that we know he will lose? I think that they know that that's the right move. <laughs> it still legitimizes it. For him to bring the WWE title... Not that he. W- First of all, he's not showing up with that fucking title. It's not like he's gonna wear it around his waist when he shows up to the UFC. Nah. That's what Angle said. But he's they gonna will do. be. I mean, like that's what uh, Heyman is, said he's gonna do. They, they are uh, gonna be like, this guy is the current wrestling champion. Yeah, but Joe Rogan's gonna take care of Brock. He's not gonna be like, this guy sucks. He's a tin can. He's be like, yo, because Lesnar was a champ. He's defended the title twice. He's legit. Now we're getting to Brock talk again, and no one wants to hear us Brock and roll again. What I will say is this: yeah. what I see potentially happening, potential, happened, is that they schmoz up. Reigns, Lashley, so that they both fight Brock in a triple threat at Summerslam, and then maybe Reigns will be able to beat Lashley and take the title. Or Strowman cashes in, and there's some schmas there. But Ro- if Roman wins, and then sh- I don't, and then Strowman cashes in quick, that keeps happening to Roman. Yeah, that'd be great writing. But here's the deal: Roman can't beat Brock. That's better writing. If he just can't beat this guy, I but think either could see it. Yeah, well, he's real good, man. He's Brock fucking Lesnar. But I think it's either going to be a triple threat. If you want to take that belt off Lesnar, you triple threat, you have Reigns pin Lashley, or you have Strowman come in, disrupt the whole thing, take the belt. You can't have Lesnar lose clean to Reigns. No one wants that. All right, moving on. I mean, I think Roman—so we both agree Roman is beating Lashley next week clean, Yeah, that's and what— And then Roman—we're going to see Roman there. Well, I said, or there might be some schmas, and it might be a triple threat oh for yeah, SummerSlam. Yeah, right, right. But here's I, what— I don't, don't see—oh, triple—those th- three guys? Those three guys triple threat. Oh, threading. I didn't even—I wasn't processing that. Yeah, you're was, not listening to me. You're no, disrespecting me. Dude, because I don't have my full setup. Just anyway, sh- so, uh, yeah— yeah. Yeah. And then and then you're and saying Reigns will pin Lashley. That's the only way to take this belt off Lesnar without Strowman's case. That's probably the way to do it, right? Look, I'm I'm fucking spinning gold like Rumble Stilskin here, baby. I know what I'm talking about. I know, about. but p- uh, Yeah. Uh, that's probably what they'll do. All right. Great. Okay. Uh, great. Let's move on to Yeah. So Kevin Owens took a serious bump. Okay. Yeah. Uh so, he he took a bump from the top of the cage. Strowman threw him off. A couple reasons I really like this. The main reason I like it is storyline-wise. I love that Strowman doesn't really care about winning. You know, in, like, that way where he's like, I'd rather hurt him. He's like, right. I have the... Yeah. It's not that he doesn't care about winning. It's just that he's like, I have the briefcase, so I could just kill this guy. Right. And, yeah, he'll win, but I get to kill him. Yeah. You know and what I, I mean? Uh, uh, someone in the group, I think, called, said that... um. Strowman's gimmick was like a big guy who's like hyper competitive, and I'm like, that's not his gimmick, man. He's not that. He's not a competitive dude. His his gimmick is that he's just a monster and he can kill anyone. He's got like an id to him, or like he's got like a not not verbally, but there, there's something him where uh, he he cares more about decimation. Yeah, he's than just a, he's just a monster. Right. He just wants to steamroll everyone. He wants right. to just kill everything in his path. But he's like. A little sophisticated. Sophisticated is generous, but yeah. a, there's a sophistication to him. Like, he's thought out. He's not just pure uh, Braun. Strowman. Uh, I, look, just, he's, I just said Braun without realizing a right. name. Is I would call him 90% Braun, 10% Strowman. Strowman. <laughs> Where Strowman <laughs> equals sophistication. <laughs> Uh, his name is just Brawn Strongman. <laughs> yeah, that's his name. They really, <laughs> they really dug deep. They dug a deep well to come up with a name for this guy. Is that the most ridiculous name in wrestling? Like modern wrestling, I think that it could, it could go. I bet a bunch of the jabroniacs even didn't really put it together. There's yeah. the Brawny Strongman. It's called that's called King King of Queenings. Right, they King of Queen. These guys, but I think that, because in the eighties. This guy's name would literally have been Braun Br- Strongman. Braun, Braun E. Strongman. No, it would have be been Braun E. Period. Strongman. Yeah. He'd be E. strongman. Yeah. Right. But now that we're in the sophistication era, that's yeah. what this era is called. It's not the ruthless aggression. Yeah, yeah. The it's sophistication. The, era, the sophistication era, right? He is Braun Strowman. They sort of modernize it a little bit, put a little twist on it, and no one is the wiser. Uh. Yeah. So again, this is a good. This is actually a good version of of, of a benefit of Strowman having the case. Yeah, he doesn't need to win. Sure, I think when we were talking about Strowman getting the case, I was pretty bummed out about it. I still am, but people were like, "Well, they could do some cool stuff with him." That in was the case. me. <laughs> no, it wasn't you. It was other people. People around. No, and, it was me when nah, you were like, in L.A. No, nah, there's and people I said here, about- people there. I'm yeah, always okay. talking people. You won't people. give me any fucking credit. All well, right. You didn't give me respect before. I'm taking respect away from you. Okay, so here's the thing: that people people saw the airbag. Did they see the airbag? Yes. Yeah, I so mean, I don't give a fuck. The there's report. an airbag there. Me Great. Good. He still jumped. We don't, 20 want, feet we don't want him to die. <laughs> yeah, I don't want him to die. And also, the thing, when I was watching this, I was like, how is this different from the bump that Foley took? And I was like, it's not. Well, the no, only the difference Foley, is Foley didn't know air. No, there's a full. Did you see the airbag? No, you but I'm, see, they showed sure it an First off, there's an angle. You're like, why even show this? Because the airbag. Like, there's there's, saying, itself, there's like a foley airbag. It hits and then it deflates. But I'm saying I like that there's an airbag because it separates this bump from the foley bump. Yeah. Foley did it with nothing. This guy had an airbag. I mean, it's still super impressive. When I watched it, I'm like, yo, he's taking the foley bump off the off the steel cage. Uh the foley bump is the craziest. And it's the best. Still. And then the crazy thing is he then came back out and took an even worse one yeah. through the hell in the cell. Yeah where he split his lip, lip open. They still claim that wasn't supposed to happen, right? Yeah, but you know what? Foley is god. Yeah. That's my comment on that. All right. So before I lose you, I got to that pump was dope, Kevin Owens. It's good to see Kevin Owens getting back to just being a fucking maniac. But sure. um so I think we're full on getting the Daniel Bryan Miz feud. Are we getting it for SummerSlam? Or I think so. Okay. Or are they going to cost each other something? At well, SummerSlam? is Team Hell No like a, not a thing? I that think it's just, done. I think, I think it's it done just for a pay per view. Yeah, I think they just did it for a little nostalgia tour. I, what, love I love Mrs. Love promo. That. Mrs. Promo just being like, "Wait, hold on, I got it. You got the whole promo." Yeah. So here is the deal, because I want to get into this. Is that, uh, Miz cut this promo that I thought. It perfectly encapsulated everything we've been talking it's everything about. everything we said last week. And he was like, well, I'm The Miz. I'm incredible, so I know what these guys are was talking about. never, and I mean
2: never, a world-beating wrestler like he claimed to be. Daniel Bryan is nothing more than a glory hound obsessed, obsessed with setting impossible goals to tug at your heartstrings. And now that Daniel Bryan has realized that everybody's seen through his lies, he threw one last Hail Mary pass to try and remain relevant. That's the reason for this sappy team hell no reunion, not to win the tag team championships. It's so Daniel Bryan can roll out his greatest hits. But newsflash, Daniel, no one's buying the album. And as sad, as sad, as this whole thing has been, no one is sadder than Daniel Bryan. You see, because whether he wants to accept it or not, deep down inside, he knows the truth. And the truth is, Daniel Bryan's return from injury has been a bust. Nice. And each and every week he comes out here is another week he's destroying his legacy. And no one has the courage to tell him. Not you, not Kane, not his wife. But I have the courage to tell him that Daniel Bryan's days of headlining WrestleMania are over. Daniel Bryan's career, just like Team Hell No, is dead.
1: Yeah. I mean, So I thought it was worth playing the whole thing because it's like this is – Perfectly authentic writing for what we've been discussing. Absolutely, and no one is cutting better promos than the Miz. Yeah, so I mean, Miz is, is saying you're. No one's telling you that you're not as good as you think, and it's almost. It almost works now. It's like that thing that I wanted, where it's like Daniel Bryan when Arlen was calling Jewish Daniel Bryan, which I was. I found that disrespectful. Okay, as a uh, as a uh, Jewish man, as a Semite, uh, but you. Uh, He wanted a more thoughtful Daniel (laughs) Bryan who's worried about his career longevity and his health, and being there for his daughter. And he's like more neurotic. He's more neurotic. He's more a little bit more cautious. And he called that Jewish Daniel Bryan. We get that, but we he but there is a thing where Miz is just like, "You're not that good anymore, dude. Like your days of headlining WrestleMania are over. Are over. It's just like you're a fucking nostalgia piece. Yeah, but that's I agree. And he has the balls to tell it to you. And (laughs) like that is the. That's awesome because it immediately elevated Daniel Bryan. Sure. It, ele- it made like, oh, there's some real juice here. And this is what Miz is incredible the b- the at. Best. The best. The best at is hitting on what he says what you're not supposed to say. He says what's real. He cuts through the bullshit, hits you with a promo that's, it's kayfabe, but it's really the reality of the situation yeah. also. And it's allowed to happen because Miz loses so much. Right, so he's allowed to say the thing that you're not allowed to say because at the gonna, end of the day, he's putting the guy over for the feud. You're gonna defeat him. Yeah, right? he's not gonna beat Daniel Bryan in that big WrestleMania feud. Right. So, I mean, we're gonna get this match, the Daniel Bryan Miz match, and it's gonna be for no belt. Uh, but are we gonna, getting this match at SummerSlam for sure? Why? What do you think? You think we'll get? What do you think? We I mean don't can know. Get? I don't know. Like, Bludgeon Brothers, Daniel Bryan, Kane, and Undertaker. I look. I I don't know. I just that feel be like a cool match. Yeah, be <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I don't know what we're getting out of these guys. I don't know what's the first... Like, their match... I want their match to be at WrestleMania. Maybe this starts the program. It starts the feud. But I don't know, man. I feel like they might need to make a couple chess moves before they just give us... Before they waste Daniel Bryan, the Miz. Well, they're unwilling to elevate Miz to where he needs to be for this feud to be, like, insane. Right. Like, if Miz is the champion... I mean, it's if like, that's the thing. That's what it should now. be. Like, that's now what, I'm the guy main eventing WrestleMania. Maybe Miz is fighting AJ at SummerSlam. Uh, well, that'd be interesting. Then that's really long-term storytelling, which is what I never have the faith in WWE to do. As well He's you should just being like, no, I talk shit about you, but I don't want to wrestle you. I'm not wrestling a waste you. I got, I got bigger things to kind. do. Yeah. yeah, you suck now. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be great. That'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah, that'd be dope. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see. If, so far this... All right. Well, this one, actually this paints it next. Ronda, Ronda and Alexa Bliss at SummerSlam. Yeah, my two girls, that the is two best set, in the biz. Oh, we said she got suspended a little more, six more days, but then she gets and she judo flipped Alexa in a way that looked pretty badass. I mean, everything Ronda does looks badass. She yeah, great. You like her cornrows? No, I didn't like those. <laughs> uh, I didn't like those at all. They were weird. They were weird rows. They're just on the top. It was like a, it was like an Alistair Black of cornrows. Yeah, with like a, a sort of. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. It like a flat, sheened side piece. I, at first, I thought she shaved the sides of her head. No, they do it so well. They get it down nice. I mean, they get, it's a nice touch, but I didn't like the way it looked at all. But you know what? It's not my place. If she wants to rock her hair that way, go nuts, baby. So here's, here's my main thought. Like Ronda Rousey's so over. She's so awesome. Well, there's a clip of Ronda Rousey. This is my favorite thing. On Instagram, it's her when Finn Balor is entering at Extreme Rules, and it's yeah. her and her husband in the front row Hoppa. just marking out for the Finn Balor like arms up entrance, it's moves. one of the fun entrances. There's yeah, a, there's a few fun ones out there. But you can't fake what she's doing. Like you can't. You can You. I'd feel if this was like, hey, Ronnie why don't you out there maybe like celebrate what the universe right. is doing? Like, nah, she's like. This is fun. She's a she's wrestling fan. She's a Mark. Yeah, she's That's a Mark. That's what makes Ronda so dope is that she's a Mark. Right. It's a little. She's actually living like our fantasies, but she's the better of us. Like, she gets to join wrestling like yeah. at the high level. Yeah. Well, she, I mean, she's so good. She's so, so good. But I think your fantasy is Joe Rogan, right? Just have a podcast, commentate <laughs> for wrestling or UFC. No, no, no my fantasy is Daniel Bryant. You want to be Daniel Bryan? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are yeah, yeah, yeah. very late to that <laughs> yeah, game, yeah, yeah. my friend. Um, if you can do it, I can do it. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, my fantasy. My fantasy is to get hit by another car and sue for millions of dollars. And Adam Letterman, attorney at law, would represent me Absolutely. and make me all that money. Absolutely. This guy, no gimmicks, no holds barred. <laughs> uh, undisputed champion of legal advice. No, but seriously, you can message him in yeah. the community of Wrestling Facebook page. We talk about wrestling at four in the morning. Rhonda Alexa, this is my question for you. Yeah. At, at SummerSlam, we're going to see that match. Is yeah. that a match you're excited of to actually course, watch? Of course I on am. On paper, it's Alexa versus Ronda, but can that match be good? Dude, Everything Ronda, every minute Ronda Rousey has set foot in that ring, it has been gold. So why do you think it won't be gold when she does it again on the big stage? I guess there's, I have no reason to doubt it. I have no reason to doubt Ronda Rousey's ability in the ring, and I have no reason to doubt Alexa Bliss's ability to sell stuff. So how is this going to be bad? The interesting question is: Do they give Ronda the belt? The question yet? is: Are you ready? Yeah. The question is: Are you with me? <laughs> Wait. So Ronda's gonna. Are win. you gonna ride the Ronda Should... Rousey Railroad with me, Should... the Quadruple R Express? <laughs> are you with me? The the R R The R. That's her next shirt. The R R The Ronda Rousey It'll be like the like the railroad crossing sign with just four R's on every quadrant. And Ronda it's, Rousey railroad. It's an express train, and she's just passing all the other female superstars. <laughs> yes. Express train to the belt. <laughs> you see Bailey on the local crying. Let me tell you one thing. I know you don't want to waste time talking about, but Bailey and Sasha. Am I supposed to give a fuck if these two ever become friends again? This is no, the but worst, I, most boring, <laughs> most drawn out feud awful. I've ever seen in my life in pro wrestling. It's and like and it's their fault. There's no reason it should be bad. No, it should be bad. A feud over are we friends or not is not a wrestling feud. Well, Sasha said I love you. Yeah, big news here on the rest on the on the dirt sheets. I literally was like is that this, was the, I was the, like is this like a sexual thing because n- if, if it's, it's, it's just be. friendship I love you then it's like this it, has to be done a lot. She's like better. you know I don't like talking about my feelings. Look, the dirt sheet said that was a shoot. She wasn't supposed to say I love you, but she did and then Bailey didn't know what to do. Just kidding. No one cares. There is no dirt <laughs> sheet about this. <laughs> There's no no, because everyone's moving past it on the r r r r r. Dude, I don't ever need to see Bailey ever again. And Sasha, you're on thin ice with me. I'm this close to not caring about you. What uh? Bailey, r- let r- me r- let me tell you something about Bailey. Okay. She's also a charisma suck. The only thing interesting yeah. about her is the ponytail level at which she wears her hair, and that is not enough for me, sir. Get you her out.
0: You. You're me by-
1: Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what were you gonna say? No, not that I mean, you you went off of Ronda Rousey. That I mean, look, I don't. I, I'm excited to see that match. I think the way that match goes is Ronda Rousey squash. <laughs> I think Ronda Rousey who takes the title. Yeah, Clam. she's definitely winning she's, the you title. Know, it's so funny. A couple months ago, ah, she wasn't like last month. Money in the bank is like, no. you know, it's too soon. She's there's no way she's winning. It's too soon. One month later, it's like that's nah, the right time. Now is uh, the time. Is it? Should we credit my dad now or later? It might
0: listen. It? I don't
2: game plan. I improvise and I'm going to improvise
1: your arm off. Getting ready for more classic Ronda promos just like that. What do we need to credit your dad with? My dad was so excited for Rousey to come and everyone was like everyone was not pumped for it. Who? I wasn't pumped for it? I, uh, you I thought you were going to say, like, your dad called Ronda would be tramp at SummerSlam, and I'd be like, wow, that's a big call for a guy who doesn't really know what SummerSlam is. No, my is. dad, he did a cash-in, and he said, can you smell what the rousey is kicking? Yeah, and I know what I'm he from, said, but he did a whole thing just being like, she's an extreme athlete. Like, yeah. she's like a beast. She's going to be amazing. Yeah, but guess what? I was in his ear telling him that since day one. Well, I just I didn't think she'd be able to win us, a, so mo- win us over so much with just... To athletic But prowess. you knew, and you were saying it too. And I, I was knew it would work. That it's gonna work. From the start, and then, I said it would and work. And then as soon as it happened, once we saw WrestleMania, you again were like, I, did, I knew it was gonna work, I knew it was gonna work this quick. I didn't know working. I would respect her as a wrestling talent this fast. I respect her to the moon and back. Alright. I'm riding the Ronda Rousey Respect Railroad. That's a, that's a quintuple R. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> okay. Alright, well, we got you for one more topic, right? You got me for two minutos. Okay. And then I'm leaving for Shinsuke to to Minuto. Nakamura. You guys know. Smackdown
2: coming back to Fridays. <laughs> Smackdown, it Smackdown. It's on Fridays.
1: Okay. All so, right. anyway, Shinsuke Nakamura is the new United States champion. I mean, we the, all knew that was happening. Everything in its right place. Yeah. You said that's where you wanted him to be, that's where he belongs. You want. Apparently Jeff Hardy very uh, is has got some injuries. He's got a, he just got right. back from injury, but I guess he's got Are some they eggs. like retina injuries from the weird contacts he's wearing? I don't know. But uh, interesting thing, so Randy Orton comes back. Let me tell you something. This was my favorite part of the whole pay-per-view. This was amazing. You love Randy. No, it has nothing to do with loving Randy. This was just for no reason. It was just so great what he did. So Shinsuke wins by low blow into the finisher. Classic way to win a match in six well, seconds. Well, I love it. that's part of Shinsuke canon now. Shinsuke is a bull he's, he's, yeah. yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a cock knocker. Yeah, he's Shins- a cock knocker. Look, if you're going to fight Shinsuke, he's got some dangerous strikes. Perhaps his most dangerous strike is the cock is, knocker. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I think that his biggest move, his finisher should be the low blow, not the Kinshasa. That's the only strike finisher I'll tolerate is a low blow. I love it. <laughs> I love the Kinshasa. What What's about a Kinshasa fine? to the plumps? Ooh, to the plums. Could he pull that off? What no, would that you He'd can't. have to go through your legs. I don't know. <laughs> How? Look, I would love to see him I would try. love to see a version of the keen shots where he hits you in the nuts, slides through your legs. Yeah, why not? I like that you're calling it the keen chasse. What about that instead of a keen chasse, Sometimes he's setting them up for the keen but he ru- he does the whole setup, but then he just hits you in the nuts. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd love it. Any <laughs> anything that equals him hitting you in the balls is great. But the match was cool. This is a good way to take and he the d- belt. He doesn't hit you in the balls at all. Your balls actually fall comfortably into the elbows. <laughs> well, that's how a low blow goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he goes but, right into the V, the, the valley of the nut blow. That's even more dangerous because if you've ever seen a nutcracker, like the thing that actually cracks walnuts, it's one of those. It's like a little. Oh. He puts what he's doing is he's putting he's gently. That's a common your nuts. misconception of the yeah. physics of the right. low blow. People think a low blow when they see it like, oh, he didn't really punch him in the yeah. dick. He wasn't trying to. No, what no. they want is to get the elbow <laughs> crease right into your nut satchel and, and then, then do a quick pump, back. a quick sque- a quick bicep curl, and yeah. that exerts more pressure. There's more torque on uh, your boys. Your Absolutely. Voice. So that's what's going on. Schinsky yeah. a master. So at it. if he does it correctly, if the if the ref doesn't break it up soon enough or turn yeah. around fast enough, your nut will pop pop wow. he's essentially going to pop your nut he's going to explode and then it. will he eat it no but there was a guy in japan who severed his own genitals and cooked them for uh, an audience to eat oh okay that is some true japanese shit that really happened okay, okay orton so orton so, you see orton so pulling on jeff hardy's ear that's oh, yeah, this yeah. week i want to talk about extreme okay. rules all right first of all i always say it, people hate on orton he is one of the best when he's threatening, when he's like a menacing dude. All right, all right, I'll calm down. I'll shout out to you. Shun- shun- when Randy, Randy Orton is boring, unless you make him a psychopath who is a real threat. yeah, And that's exactly what they did, and that's why it worked. People went apeshit for this, not just me. R- Randy Orton is a heel, is like, it feels great. It's right, man, that's the way it goes. And look, he got over, like, gangbusters on Extreme Rules and on SmackDown, and he didn't drop one RKO. That's pretty impressive. So at Extreme Rules, after Jeff Hardy takes the low blow from Shinsuke, loses the belt, Randy Orton comes out. You're like, oh, okay, he's going to challenge Shinsuke. He's going to step to Shinsuke. Nope. He just takes Jeff Hardy, spreads his legs, and stomps viciously on his plums. Yeah. That was incredible to me. I thought it was so. It, great. Then he beat the crap out of him on SmackDown. It was pulling his ear. Yeah, he was pulling that stupid gauged earring. Yeah, gauged ear. Which that's I why love, you don't get hate it. those. That's why wrestler who's all about pulling gauged earrings out. Yeah. I, that's my. I love that. But I look. My whole thing is I'm afraid of my appendix, man. That's one liability I have. It exploded any time, and yeah. I could die. Same thing. A gauged ear. Why would you give yourself another liability? It's just another thing that you didn't have on your body that someone could now pull you from. Oh yeah. That's danger zone, man. Mm-hmm. I don't wear hoop earrings. I don't wear gauged earrings. I don't have my ears pierced. So I don't wear but any Put the hooks iron. to you. I'm just saying you got to be careful out there in the streets. Okay, so Randy Orton's back. He did the thing where he's like, yo, I'll tell you why. You just got to ask. Ask me why and I'll tell you. He said. He Very said, severe you, and strange. Said, yeah, this is an example of something WWE's going to completely drop. Yeah, they're not going to. <laughs> You'll have to wait. And he says, you want to know why? You'll have to wait. I love and it. we're never going to find we're, out. We'll be waiting They're going to completely <laughs> forever. change the storyline. Any chance we get Orton A.J.? And there's a a good chance, because he's free. He has no dance partner. He's not fighting Shinsuke. Because that's what I'm saying. Hardy's written off TV, and Shinsuke and AJ, uh, Shinsuke and Orton are not going to dance. I don't think Orton needs the U.S. title. They can do something. He just had it, but he he won't. He had it at uh, Mania. but uh, But I'm saying he won't. They're both heels. They're both like. Right, right, right. But Orton can turn face with one RKO. Like but he, he's he came back so heel, so hot, in, in the heel zone. Yeah, I think Orton might be a dance partner for AJ. That could happen for SummerSlam. Sweet. Orton, I mean, has a great track record at SummerSlams. SummerSlam is where he got uh, opened by Brock. He got split open by Brock, which was incredible that he took that he sort of damage. In. That's where he cashed in on Daniel Bryan after DB plus yeah. beat John Cena. Actually, I call him DB minus now after DB minus beat John Cena. Uh, Orton at SummerSlam is a, is a great legacy, and he was in a stable called Legacy. And uh, my yeah. legacy is to leave. Why? Because I have to go to physical therapy. <laughs> All right, you're going to go to physical therapy? Yeah, I'll, I'll just. I'll, I'm going to quickly close this out. I'm just going to say, B-team, I got nothing to say there. They won the, t- the tag team titles. Yeah, I don't know. I don't care about that. People give me shit for calling Curtis Axel a zero. Uh, Bo's the heart and soul of that team. Curtis is a doof. Uh, um... I'm going to play one more cash in and then I'm going to just close it out. Okay, can I say one thing? Yeah. I did. uh, Here's my two notes on SmackDown. The coolest look to the weakest performance ratio ever goes to Jeff Hardy. He looks incredible. I love this little look he's put together, but his his weakness rate is 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 through. He the heard roof. someone shitting on the face paint. I think nah, it looks no. great. And then Shinsuke, and he said broken. That's the thing I like yeah, yeah. to ask Yeah, yeah. And him, he said out the fucking door. Well, he said, "What do he say?" i just, that whole spiel he does. He, about he, he cut that promo, and, and it was really weird. He ended it by just going like, right, "Everyone, good night. Have a good show." Yeah, it was great. It was, <laughs> but he's <was> like, <laughs> "I'm obsolete." All right, enjoy the show, guys. Uh, popcorns <laughs> yeah. in the back.
2: Uh, the <laughs> concession still so are open
1: for. Yeah. He's bad, but that was one of his better promos. And then Shinsuke after cut a great promo because I love that he said, God bless America, and held the belt, that's pretty cool. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's always great when a foreigner talks about being American. I love it. Kevin Owens did it to a T. The, uh, the real note for SmackDown is, uh, I watched my full episode of SmackDown, and I saw R-Truth, and I was like, oh, R-Truth still exists? Oh, yeah. weird. Oh, and r Truth joke was funny. Yeah, it wasn't that funny. I mean, it it was, was funny. I've seen that joke it was, a billion oh, times. It, it's a big improv joke. Big improv because joke. You, an improv, guys, listen, if you want to know what a hack improv joke is, if you... Talk someone, to someone talks to you and then you don't hear them and pull out earbuds because right. they're invisible. Uh, yeah. Okay. But this I did. This I didn't see coming because it's not done in WWE. Fair enough. And I think it tricked them into being like, yeah, Yo, you gotta go out there. And I thought that was pretty funny. I mean, actually, it, I thought that was funny. All right, our R- 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 truth is funny. I hate him. <laughs> he is. Funny. I hate. I hate everything. You got time for one cash in? Yeah, play me one cash in, and then and then I gotta go. Attention. But
0: this is Kenny McGraw, UCB comedy jabroni. Cashing him for the first time ever. I'm going to make it quick. I just watched this, uh, this, uh, this, uh, Mojo Raleigh match. And I, I got to say, this guy, I swear, I, I honestly think I would like him so much more if, if his gimmick was solely, I'm Rob Gron- Gronkowski's friend. I think that would be so funny. Uh, <laughs> let me know what you think. That'd be silly. All right.
1: It would be silly, Ken McGraw. Yeah, I like that. Uh, yeah, Ken nice McGraw, UCB dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Here's what I hate about Mojo. He sucks, and they decide to make him a heel by putting black trunks on him, and and that's, like, the big strategy for making him a bad guy now. He wears black. But I love this idea. If his gimmick was forget all the shit he's done and just say, I'm Rob Gronkowski's friend and I like to wrestle, he'll show up sometimes. I did like when he, like, made fun of that hamburger guy. I thought I like oh, sure, I, I sure, like sure. him like just being like you're nothing. Like going up to weak people. And then it'd be cool if he really retreated for, for guys who are close to his level. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh but yeah, no, yeah, he should just be like, I'm my friends are Ron Gronkowski Ron Grontabby. T- he should get caught photoshopping. Yeah. And like and like he's the pastor at Gronkowski's wedding. Uh he's the uh the officiant. Okay. Sweet. All right. Look. We're gonna we're gonna wrap we're it gonna up. Wrap it. We'll make it short Shibs, and sweet this week. Chefs, you get the last plug-in for the for the Cow comedians Wrestling SummerSlam Tacular. Okay, August eighteenth, Saturday night at midnight after NXT Takeover here in NYC at Caveat Theater. You just plugged it. You need me to plug it. You just did <laughs> yeah, it. So yeah, here's yeah. the deal: if you're gonna be in New York for NXT Takeover and SummerSlam, right after Takeover, one hour after NXT Takeover on Saturday night, August eighteenth. You get your sweet little asses to the Lower East Side to Caveat. In New York City, go to their website, www.caveat.nyc. If you don't know how to spell that, it's cavea n y c. Go to tickets, scroll down until you get to 818. You will see the Cow Summerslam-tacular show. Buy your tickets now, because they're 15 bucks while they last. There'll be 20 at the door of the day of. You don't want to lose that $5. You could use that to become a Patreon. So why waste it on tickets that you could buy in advance? That's right. Get to the show. Dan will be there. Ziggler will be there. Me and Terrible Tula will be there. I, who else will be there? Don't, Special don't forget, the flyer is going live. Oh, yeah. And, guys, <laughs> whatever you do, sit the fuck down and buckle up, because... <laughs> Within the next 24 hours, there will be a flyer on social media promoting yeah. this show. Feel free to share the flyer. Look at the flyer. Print it. If you live in a different city, like, dude, John Silva in Minnesota, bring it to your local Kinko's. Print it out. Yeah. Paper the streets. Paper the streets. Uh, and, and uh, yeah. Hey, remember, our sponsor, our new sponsor on the show is Adam Letterman, attorney at law. Remember, this guy, Adam Letterman. Cal listeners, you get free legal advice. No gimmicks. You call 732 239 8839. Just that's Adam's number. You can talk to Adam or you can just shoot him, message him simply on joining the Comedians at Wrestling Facebook page where you talk about wrestling four in the morning. Adam Letterman, he's in there. L E D E R M A N. He's in there and he's going to give you free legal advice. You got legal advice? You need it. Yeah, I need First sponsor of the show. That's it. Hey. Uh, we got a patron. We got a Patreon. Shibs, you get out. You go. I'm out of here. Later. (laughs) We got a Patreon. Comedian, uh, patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. You check out our bonus episodes, our latest bonus episode where we watch Ready to Rumble from 2000. You can check that out up there. That's, uh, I just re-listened that. I thought it was hilarious. We got new bonus episodes. I'm recording here in NYC. Coming out. Probably I'll drop one next week. I just looking to lock down a guest here. Uh, but yeah. I hope you guys are coming to this live show. What else do I need to cover? I think that's it. I think I covered everything. Hey, everybody, thanks for spreading the word. We're growing. Coming off our biggest episode last week. This is awesome. So, hey, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for uh, uh, jumping on board, becoming a jabroniak. I'll see you August 18th. Keep watching wrestling. Kisses.